Mac 10, you know your rule, hip hoppin'. Ice Cube, you know your rule, hip hoppin'. Mac 10, you know your rule, hip hoppin'. Wait a minute, that ain't how the West Coast rock, nigga. You're listening to a Homeboy 88 production. Everybody to the never ending story. Yeah, otherwise known as the Homeboy 88 Podcast. Man, it just won't fucking die. Man, it will not die, it only multiplies. And speaking of the never ending story, I've been listening to tons and tons of audiobooks lately, and I feel like that little motherfucker. Sneaking into the school's attic and reading tons and tons of books. Well, the never-ending story. And honestly, that kid was annoying as fuck, right? I mean, instead of wishing that Falcor would swoop down and save you from the bullies and shit. How about you graduate to learning some MMA? You know, mixed martial arts and shit. So you could whoop the bully's ass. And I'm not saying, uh, don't learn pro wrestling. No, no, real fighting And man, guys, speaking of wrestling, and I apologize, my apologies, I've tried and tried to get back into pro wrestling, I want to do it for my buddies so I can get on there and we can talk all these matches and everything, but I just can't do it. The cat is out of the fucking bag. I mean, now you have a new promotion, it's great, it's AEW, that's fine, you like it. You have CM Punk. Adding to the entertainment value. But guys, I just can't do it. I can't. Look, professional wrestling was great for my youth. 
and entertained the shit out of me, you know, back then with, ooh, yeah, macho man is running savage, a cup of coffee, Miss Elizabeth, and all that shit, and Hulkamania, listen, brother, it's Hulkamania, brother, and all that shit, it was great, it was fucking fantastic, but you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, man, once it's out, I can't re-believe in Santa Claus again, you know what I'm saying, like, I've said before, you know, what if I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to do Christmas again where I believe in Santa and uh, I leave out the cookies and the milk for him and fuck what anybody says. No, no, it ain't going to happen. So I'm sorry. I can't I can't be sold a bill of goods. And, you know, nothing, nothing to do with the WWE, but for fuck's sake. Uh, people are buying into the stupidest shit now, okay? NFT, NFT, have you ever heard about this shit, NFTs? What the fuck, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Are you guys stupid or something? Are you guys idiots? Does this stand for no fucking toy or something, okay? Because I was going to buy an M&M action figure, okay, I collect action figures, at Eminem.com, I got a lot of gear from him on that website. And they had these uh, cool action figures, for, or so I thought, right? And they had pictures of it, like four models and shit. And I was like, fuck yeah, bro. But I'm glad it was 250 bucks because I didn't pull the trigger. Because I would have got a fucking NFT action figure, okay? I had to read the little, the, the, the... The legalese right there saying that it was an actual, it wasn't an actual action figure. It was a digital action figure that could go up in price. Hey, man. Listen, are you, are you fucking stupid if you're doing this shit? Even if the action figure, the digital action figure was $1 I'd feel ripped off. Okay? And do not try and sell me on this bullshit. Please. Please. Don't come up to me and go, well, actually, you can own the digital action figure or grow up in price or, you know, the meme or the little hamster on a piano. You can own the original of that shit and that's going to go, ah, man, you know what I have for you? The NFT guys, I got GFY. You know what that is? Go fuck yourself. Okay. And speaking of memes. Okay. Look, I get it. We all have ADD now, okay? I go from YouTube fucking video to YouTube fucking video sometimes, all right? Uh, I go down rabbit holes and shit. Shit, I went to a rabbit hole like bullet trains and now maglev trains and shit. But man, this generation's taking it overboard. I mean, these little memes or PCP-induced Instagram videos. What the fuck is going on here? I mean, I saw one video my daughter showed me. It was of a bathroom door with eyeballs in the mouth on the bathroom door, right? I mean, the original Jumanji had better CGI, and that looked like dog shit. And there was a little kid playing the father that was going to the bathroom, and he was zigzagging to the bathroom, and it said, like, the title was, This is how it sounds when your dad goes to the bathroom. And the door had the eyeballs in the mouth. And the little kids zig. Are you on PCP? Are you on meth? 
what the fuck is this is not fucking funny okay and here's the bad thing that kid who made that video and most of those stupid fucking videos that are made they get millions and millions of views they think they're gonna get rich off that shit or be the next steven spielberg or george lucas hey i hate to break it to you no here's the reality your videos fucking suck you're not gonna get rich okay and i mean you're not a good director (laughs) the cgi was garbage work on your cgi it's fucking horrible man what am i watching man for fuck's sake man i mean look i i i'm not a big fan of romantic comedies because i think most of them suck and they're the same thing over and over and over again but man even romantic comedy directors are like Shakespeare compared to you. A- a- except the bad, bad romantic comedies. I mean, y- you know those ones. Okay, the good ones are like When Harry Met Sally or You've Got Mail. Stuff like that. But how about those romantic comedies? I swear to God, man. Where there's that one scene... The scene where it's more fantastical than the Lord of the fucking Rings. I mean, the movie is, there's gonna be a wedding, so there's a huge wedding rehearsal dinner, uh, strike one, okay? When in the fuck, and don't be microaggressive towards me and say I'm not rich enough to, to go to one of these, but when have you ever had a table for 19 people at a restaurant, a high-end restaurant, mind you, in a private fucking room, and all of a sudden, somebody breaks out with, I say a little prayer for you, forever and ever, you give my heart and money with me, forever and ever, and me, go fuck yourself, bro. I swear to God, if that shit happened in real life, okay, that shit doesn't happen, folks. But if it happened in real life, all right, and I was ever in that situation, I'm getting up, pushing in my chair, saying, I can't fucking deal with this shit. I'm leaving the room and never seeing that group of people again. Because I'll know right there I'm in the fucking matrix. I know right there I'm in simulation theory, and it's been revealed to my, you know, myself that that reality is over. It's just over. Okay, everybody, Um, you know, enough with the fucking monologue, enough with the comedy. Uh, right now, I want to talk about um, my experience with COVID, you know. Uh, I got the Omicron, I got fucking COVID, and I just want to talk about it a little bit. So maybe I can help somebody out there if they get it, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things that people do, a lot of mistakes, a lot of things that people don't think of doing uh when they get covid so you know like uh my daughter had gotten covid and i think you have to obviously you have to isolate yourself in the room but you know my wife is a good mother she's a great mother so she couldn't not just try to help my daughter out so we all got covid okay around the same time and um my experience, man, uh, day one, man, that I had it, had it, I slept all day, but I had a fucking headache. I had a constant headache uh, on my temples. 
in the back of my head. I couldn't fucking sleep well, okay? I was trying to rest. I couldn't get up, all right? I was a little dizzy. I, I felt like shit. And it was just like this horrible, horrible headache. And you, you, you can't sleep with a fucking headache. I don't give a shit, okay? And I had that headache for like two and a half days, like straight, okay? And that headache, I'm convinced was giving me fevers. I had I got a fever of 103 at one point. It was going up. And it was at night after I took a shower. I was going to go to bed. I tried everything, guys. NyQuil, DayQuil, Tylenol, extra strength. Uh, but I'm going to give you a fucking tip right now. The second you get COVID, okay, and the second you can or somebody can call for you, if you have insurance, if you have a doctor, right, call your doctor. Tell them what you're feeling, okay? If you have a headache, they can give you medicine for your headache. Prescription strength medicine, okay? Doctor strength. That's what they give me. All it took was one pill of this headache medicine, and it went away completely for the rest of the time. Crazy. If you have a fucking nasty ass cough, they're going to give you a really strong, really strong cough medicine, these pills. So that's going to knock you out. Okay, you're going to be a little groggy, you're going to be a little dizzy, but you're not going to have that cough. If you have a fucking earache, they're going to give you medicine for your earache. So don't just think because you have COVID that. Oh, I have COVID. I got to fucking, you know, just take over the counter stuff and uh, and write it out. I'm going to write it out here. No, call your doctor. All right. Tell them all your symptoms. Tell them what you're feeling. And they will a la carte give you medicine for all those symptoms. That's uh, what I, I, I found out. That was the best kind of a thing. And uh, after two and a half days of uh, suffering with a headache, I wish I would have taken that fucking pill right away. But, um, yeah. But as far as the the other stuff, you know, uh, uh, COVID, I was getting like uh, night sweats and shit. Which, I've never had night sweats. And night sweats is uh, when you sweat through your clothing. It's disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And that's a product of COVID. And here's the crazy thing. Um, because my my kid had it, my wife had it first, then I got it. I went to go test for uh, COVID, and it came out negative. I, I went too soon, okay? Okay, go back when you have symptoms, all right? Because if you need it for work or whatever, you're going to need that. You're going to need that paper or you're going to need that documentation to send to your job and everything. I tested negative and man, my job was fucking harassing me. So where's the fucking documentation that you have COVID? It could just be a flu, you know? And if it's just a flu, we're expecting you to come back on such and such a day. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> you want me to fucking get everybody sick? Is that what you want? You want me to go back? I wasn't going to go back. You want me to go back? Well, I'm not going to go back and, you know, infect everybody. I don't give a shit what you're saying. 
So, um, go, go get your test while you have the symptoms. I know it sucks. If you, if you need somebody to drive you, there's probably one in your town. Have somebody drive you. I drove. I was all fucked up. Almost crashed. I'm not going to lie. Me and my daughter, we, we needed that documentation. And once I got it, I did send it to my, to my job. And I said, here's your fucking, here's your fucking results, man. Seriously, man, you fucking assholes. But anyways, you got to rest. You're going to be tired anyways, right? You got to rest. You got to drink water. Oh, no, here's the, here's another tip. Um, so there's a lot of these uh, companies now, Liquid IV or PDLI has one where you put it in your water. And if you drink one bottled water and you put a Liquid IV in there, it has so many electrolytes and vitamins and minerals that it turns into three waters okay not literally it doesn't fucking the bottle doesn't expand and shit but what it is is that has the benefits for three waters instead of one and it'll keep you uh from getting dehydration because uh going through this coronavirus shit you get dehydrated and that's what causes headaches too trust me you don't want those fucking headaches um, another thing is, uh, you know, you could do this. You cannot do this. When you go to bed at night, lather yourself up with that fucking Vicks. Okay. On your chest, on your back, make yourself a little mustache, you know, like Charlie Chaplin of Vicks and shit. Put it in your nose holes. I don't give a fuck. That made me feel good at night having the Vicks and shit. Okay. And, um. You know what? When you want, when you need, and you get your appetite back, eat. And eat healthy. <clears throat> because, holy shit. I was an idiot, man. I thought it was all better. I fucking wanted pizza and shit. And it was early on. I had uh, I had two slices of pizza. I was eating, I was drinking, and then all of a sudden, that very night, that was the night that I got the 103 temperature and shit. Maybe it was that bad food. I'm not fucking kidding. Bad fucking choice. I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to kick this, right? No, no, no. You got to eat healthy. You got to eat good. Chicken noodle soups, vegetables, fruits, stuff like that. And uh, drink a lot of water. But enough about that. You know, that that was my COVID experience. And I'm still... Oh, you know, when you have COVID, like... Like, I didn't want to do shit, okay? All I wanted to do was sleep. And I'd walk around. And then I'd get tired again after an hour. Go back to bed. That's fine. Get your rest, you know? Uh, I didn't want to play video games. I didn't want to watch TV. I didn't want to be on my phone, especially with the headache during those headache times. I didn't do shit, man. It was the most fucking boring thing ever and the most painful thing ever. But uh, it'll go away. It'll go away. You'll get better. And I think your immunities will get stronger. And uh, just to let you know, you know, at the like the first week, especially maybe a week and a half, if you breathe in like this... Take a nice, big, strong breath. Before, it would be like a short, it would, I would have like a shortness of breath. 
the breath wouldn't be strong enough. I couldn't be doing this podcast. I can't. I couldn't be talking uh, for long periods of time. It just wasn't going to happen. So just know that that's going to happen. So uh, if you have a job where you need that stamina and everything, you need to go back 100%. And uh, yes. But you know what? That's my COVID talk. Thank you. Hopefully I'm helping some people out. Like I said, in summation, call your doctor. Give them your symptoms. Hopefully you have insurance. It doesn't cost that much money for all that little medicine that you're going to get. Take your medicine and I think you'll feel a lot, lot better. You don't have to listen to fucking Joe Rogan and take horse medicine and shit like that. (laughs) Okay? You don't have to do that stupid shit. Or whatever the fuck he's taking. No. Ask your doctor. They'll a la carte the medicine. And there you go. So this is kind of going to be like a weird Homeboy 88 podcast where I don't spotlight an artist. You know, um, I honestly don't know where this podcast is going to go. Okay. When, uh, When my creative juices were flowing, I was pumping out all these shows. I want to do all these shows. And lately... Lately, ladies and gentlemen, the the podcast, even though I haven't been doing any, the numbers have doubled. The numbers have tripled. A lot of people have found this uh, podcast after the fact. And my and, you know, I appreciate each and every one, each and every download. It's cool that people are listening to it. It, it, It's 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 a trip that it tripled the numbers. I couldn't believe it. I just kept seeing the numbers go up and up and up. But as far as the future for this podcast, you know, you're going to have that passion. You're going to have that. You want to get on the microphone. And I don't know if uh, I'm going to be like Dan Carlin, you know, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. That motherfucker releases a podcast once every fucking five months. (laughs) That son of a bitch. But ladies and gentlemen... I got to say this, you know, I can't have a show. I was going to do a show without hip hop one-on-one, but you know, I recorded this after, so you know what time it is. And now it's time for hip hop one-on-one, son. Dr. Dre, before DJ Quick or DJ Pooh or Aunt Banks, two young disc jockeys, one from Los Angeles, California, Roger Clayton, and one from Compton, California, Alonzo Williams, created a promotion company called Unique Dreams, and they would DJ at local events. But when these two split up and went their separate ways, Alonzo would create the world-class wrecking crew, which had Dr. Drain, DJ Yella, and they would DJ at Eve's 
after dark while Roger Clayton formed a mobile DJ crew called Uncle Jam's Army. And uh, they started creating beats. And unlike the East Coast, the West Coast was more fast-paced with more electronic music. And these beats were used for movies such as Breaking 1 and 2 or just breakdancing altogether. During the height of the breakdancing era, uh, there would be music from from groups like e Egyptian Lover. Uh, remember that song, Egypt, Egypt, Egypt is the place to be. Egypt, Egypt. Well, songs like that will start forming that West Coast sound. You know what I'm saying? That West Coast hip-hop sound. And at the time, I mean, everybody was uh, trying to breakdance, you know? And they were just engulfed in that era, that sound, the uh, early, early 80s. And, you know, going back to uh, the DJs, of course, like I said before, we know Dr. Dre and DJ Ella came out of the World Coast Wrecking Crew. And Dr. Dre really did start a West Coast revolution with sound and production and everything. But in 1986, there was somebody else who was... Uh, shaping that big west coast sound and his name was ant banks ant banks uh was from oakland california and he was uh he was in love with the funkadelic the gap band stuff like that and he would teach himself on his digital digital keyboard how to recreate that kind of sound and put his own spin on it and so he would make beats you know just playing around but he would eventually get together with a guy called MC Ant, and in 1987, they released an album called uh, MC Ant the Great. But this guy, Ant Banks, man, around that time, uh, even uh, during the time of Dr. Dre and NWA, NWA was doing their own thing, but Ant Banks was producing for like Too Short, E-40, Spice One, Rappin' Forte, later Snoop Dogg, but this guy's uh, beats and sound was was everywhere, Ant Banks, man, big West Coast sound from the Bay, but you know what, it didn't sound too different from what was happening in Southern California, and man, uh, what a fucking, what a fucking legend that guy is, listen, if you live in California or have lived in California, this West Coast sound is California. You push play in your car. You're right down, right down the block on a beautiful, sunny Southern California day. And the music goes hand in hand, man. It's like, it's like a music video. You're, you're driving to your own music video. It's a happy sound. Because you know why? You're happy. Because the palm trees, the weather, just everything. And it just in Cap it captures that fucking sound. The music does. Look, New York beats are great. They're gritty. They're grimy because that's how it is. When I uh, visited New York and I was in the city, uh, you feel that fucking soot, man. That 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 gritty, that grimy. Uh, you all the buildings around you. It's just that's what it is. The trains, the sounds, and so you have that sound. It's so different than the California sound. And, uh, you know, you have producers over here. Uh, let's not forget about DJ Quick. I mean, damn, this guy's a fucking legend. 
And when it comes to producing, he produces some of the best sounding music ever, you know, and uh, just very musical DJ Quick, which is weird, you know, when it comes to hip hop, it's so fucking musical. It's weird to have like these gangster lyrics to it, you know, sometimes. It's kind of like having summer, summer, summer time, and then the lyrics are, I'm going to blast you in the head and shit like that. But somehow it works, you know, for the most part. And you have other producers like Daz from the Dog Pound. Daz from the Dog Pound is, I don't know if he's overlooked, but him, he made, a. I mean, uh, probably most of the beats, if not all the beats for Dog Food. And that album right there. The Dog Pound Dog Food is one of the best sounding albums I've ever heard. I remember uh, this one guy had an all new stereo equipment inside his car. Fucking Rockford Fosgate, Serwin Vegas. I don't know what the fuck he had in there, but that shit rattled my teeth. And what did he put on to test it? He put on dog food. That shit sounded clean. That shit sounded powerful but most of all that shit sounded west fucking coast and you know you just can't deny it and it's a shame i'm gonna say this uh it's a shame that at the time the dog pound dr dre snoop dog and everybody all these west coast artists uh, cypress hill none of them were getting played in new york city none of them The New York fucking DJs were not playing this shit. And this is why the West Side Connection came out and made such a great album um, addressing the situation. Um, And, you know, they missed out. They missed out. They they missed uh, playing it to all the hip-hop fans. I'm sure they would have loved all these songs from the West Coast. But, you know, so be it, you know. Um. so many great producers, DJ Muggs, Battle Cat, The Alchemist. It's just on and on. The West Coast. What more can I say about it? You know, just fucking go on Spotify and put in West Coast hip hop. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a mini, mini hip hop 101. But I can't do an episode without hip hop 101, you know. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another The Homeboy 88 podcast. And uh, catch you guys later, you know, when I decide to do another show. Um, Thank you, everybody. Too much, too tough, and too broad. We in the war zone, where the war zone.
them with your gun, nigga. Show them where you're from, nigga. Riding ass, young nigga. Arsenal quick. Potting up the scorch with the double fours on the hip. Rolling with the force. He's out to catch a body. Talking about I thought this was a gangster party. Now he's walking around slaughtered as the sea. Talking about was jumping. I'm about to get the pump to pumping and start dumping on something. Party over here, and if you wanna trip, we got the straps in there. Cause niggas like us do platinum every year, and if I rule the spear, it should've disappeared. Let everybody in the house throw your dubs in the air, and wave them all around like you just don't care. It's worldwide and dope, so nigga act like you're savvy. Mac 10 in the pound, cooking nothing but the cash. I'm serving niggas like a host with a pound, so take a toast. Dog, this West Coast, and I shit bump the most. Cause Vine to Vine, I swing through the woods of Vingo, and everything I make, fuck around and be a single. From the who banging hits to the yes, yes, Yours. Now all down my halls, got plaques on my walls We might slow the road, sit back and still kick it But the shit don't stop till we hit a meal ticket I'll be goddamn, I'm in it for a meal ticket And the goal successful, I don't know To prove a show, usual, swore the corner Hit a block back to back, I don't know it's like that Where the gangbangers hang at They say, Daz, you a rider I reply, well, hell yeah, I'm a rider From the east side of Lumbus to the west side of Inglewood On the cash mission, Bellinwood to hood Upon the time in the early stages of my life, sacrifice out for the loose, shaking niggas like dice forever in the day. Say what you say on the mic, I display Philly to LA. I've been all over from Crenshaw and Imperial to 108. I'm sure Mac got my back. It's all about mashing, cash, and heating the stash when you're with a neighborhood of assassins. You say. Party over here, and if you want a trip, we got the straps in there. Cause niggas like us do platinum every year. And if I rule the spear, you should have disappeared. Now everybody in the house, throw your dubs in the air. And wave them all around like you just don't care. It's worldwide and dope, so nigga act like you're savvy. Mac 10 in the pound, dog. Now, uh, what do you consider fun? Listening to a Homeboy 88 production.